Greetings! Welcome to Average Joe's Fantasy. I'm your host, Steve Nordyke, and we are here doing football, getting ready to rock and roll. Uh, thanks everybody for joining me this week. Sorry we're a little late. Again, I've explained before, you know, sometimes uh, sometimes life comes first. I don't get paid for this podcast. I don't have any endorsements. I barely have any friends. If my family could disown me, they probably would. So I get it out when I can. So thank you for bearing with me. Um, let's go over some teams. Actually, oh no, first, uh, please rate me on Apple Podcasts. Uh, it's really uh, important to drop a rating on there. Or you can email me, avgjoesfantasy at yahoo.com. avgjoesfantasy at yahoo.com. Help you out with your trades, roster management, any questions you might have, league questions, whatever you got. I will help you. Can't always be right, but I'll do my best. Last week, the average Joe's team won. Again, we are 5-2, first place. Turn in the corner. Thank you, everybody, for contributing to my mortgage once I win this league. I really appreciate it. Thank you again. <laughs> uh, kidding, I'll probably lose in the semifinals and finish fourth. Uh, my other teams were 8-3, and three, so it was a really good week. I actually won. Uh, I mean, there was a couple teams that usually don't go my way, but I was able to have success. Ezekiel Elliott, one more carry, I lose. But you know what? It was a good week for me. So eight and three. I got one team that's six and zero, oh, one that's three and four, one that's two and five, uh, a couple that are five and one, four and two. I have five in first. I think one in second. Uh, the rest are in the playoff position, except for the one that's obviously three and four. They're uh, a game out of it, and two and five, I'm two games out of it. Three and four is still very much alive. Two and five is on life support. Got to win out and got to win out big. Disappointing because uh, it's a pretty crappy team. The one that's three and four is actually pretty good. The one that's two and five is not great. So that's how we're doing so far. Pretty happy with how things have worked out. I made a, a really bad trade earlier when I traded Carson. Carson and somebody... Who the hell was it? It doesn't really matter now. Carson and somebody for carry on Johnson. And then Carson went on his tear. Uh, so that hasn't worked out. There All the other ones have been pretty good for me. But, yeah, that one's going to sting a little bit. So, let's see. I'll give you some strategy first here. If you are at the top of your league, 6-0, 5-1, even 4-2, you need to consolidate talent. Go get big-time players that are going to play for you. Go get a stud tight end. Go get an elite running back. You probably have players on the bench like Phillip Lindsay, John Brown. Maybe you got a T.Y. Hilton on the bench for whatever reason. Maybe you got two tight ends. Maybe you have Waller and Hooper. Maybe you have Kelsey and Waller. Consolidate this extra, this extra noise. You know these extra players like Waller, uh, Phillip Lindsay. If you have uh, Sony Michelle, if you have Melvin Gordon, if you have anybody not elite, if you have Joe Mixon for whatever reason, go out and get an elite, elite running back. Maybe you get Kamara now because he's a little bit down. Maybe you go get James Conner because he's a little bit down. He's not an elite, elite running back, but if you could get him as your flex, holy smokes, your team's going to be stacked. But I have him as my flex on a team. That team is rock solid. Go trade T.Y. Hilton and Darren Waller and bring in DeAndre Hopkins. Bring in Michael Thomas. If you have James Conner as an extra, you probably don't. 
But you could easily have extra wide receivers and extra tight ends. Maybe you have Lamar Jackson and Dak Prescott. Maybe you have Matt Ryan and, and, and Lamar Jackson or Patrick Mahomes and Jackson. Maybe you deal one of these quarterbacks. Maybe you deal Mahomes now. He's dinged up a little bit, and the trade deadline's coming. So maybe you deal Mahomes. Whatever you got to do, you're going to consolidate to get elite players across the board. Because in weeks you know, 14, 15, and 16, you're not playing your bench. There's no bye weeks to cover. It's all about your starting lineup against the other team's starting lineups. You're going to be playing good teams in these, in these playoff, uh, playoff weeks. So you're going to have to have the best starting lineup you can. Maybe you have Dak Prescott at quarterback and Darren Waller on the bench, and you go ahead and gra- try to grab Lamar Jackson. Or you try to go ahead and trade for Patrick Mahomes. You need to consolidate and get better. If you have, uh, I mean, if you have Hooper, I don't know if I'd really move up from Hooper that far. I mean, you're not going to trade Hooper and somebody for Kelt, for uh, Ertz. But you could trade Hooper and, who am I thinking of here? Maybe DJ Chark. He's still pretty good. Maybe you have Hooper and, like I said, Tony Michelle or another one of these running backs that kind of splits carries a little bit. And you go get an elite player at that position. So you're consolidating talent if you're at the top. And you're preying on the bottom teams. You're trying to pry away whatever semblage of talent they have left. If they have Julio and a bunch of garbage, you want to get Julio. So that's what you're doing at the top. In the middle, you're making smaller trades. I mean, at the top, you're making big trades. You may have to trade, you know, if you have Chris Carson and Sony Michelle, you may be trading these guys to go get um geez, who's better? Yeah, it'd be hard to get Dalvin Cook with that. You'd have to make a really big offer. But you're trying to consolidate making big bold moves to, to strengthen your starting lineup. In the middle, you're making smaller trades. You know, more like a more like a Hooper and Hooper and and, and uh, somebody for for Kelsey, something like that. Just smaller smaller deals. You don't want to shake up your roster too bad because you're still in it. You're still four and two or uh, three and three. You're still alive. So you don't want to trade away too much of your talent because you're still going to need to win every week. Whereas if you're sitting there at six and zero oh, and you consolidate and you miss a week, whatever, you're still in first. If you're at the bottom. You're going to unload your premium tight end to your top player and get as many guys as you can that are going to play this week with good matchups. You have to win week to week, and you're going to have to be busy, be active, and go out and get some of these players. Maybe you pay, maybe you get $0.70 cents or $0.80 cents on the dollar, but if you can get two starters, if you can get Philip Lindsay and T.Y. or Marlon Mack and Julian Edelman for, for Devontae, or who is it, DeAndre Hopkins, you go ahead and do that. Two really good starters that could go off because you have to win every week. You know, sitting at two and five, it's not a great place to be. You need to win every single week. Some ads that I hope you made yesterday. Uh, I'll talk about some guys still on the wire. I mean, these, some of these players are still on the waiver wire. So every 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 Tuesday, I make claims on every team. I always put in waiver claims. Uh, there's no fab budget for my leagues, thankfully. Hopefully, there never is. I don't like the fab budget. Anyways, oh, real quick. Speaking of things I don't like. I'm a, little, I'm a little pissed off. I'm a Jets fan. I watched the game Monday night. It's a, a debacle. You know, I'm used to that. We lose all the time. We get humiliated all the time. Whatever. I was I am freaking livid that they put seeing ghosts on the air at that mic'd up segment. And I said that at the time. I was like, wow, that is something else. I went to work the next day. And I was telling uh, my coworkers, I was like, I've never seen anything like that. I don't, I don't know if it's a Patriots fan or a, a Jets hater. Whoever did that did it for a reason. Because every time I've watched mic'd up, in any sport, 
it's always been like, woo, yeah, get some, way to go, yeah, we on it, step it up. You know, it's always ridiculous people shouting, all the time shouting, yeah. No one ever says anything even close to any kind of substance, which, you know, it, it maybe may or may or not be right for that segment. Maybe it should be air everything out there, you know, but no one, there's never been anything remotely close to what they put on Sam Darnold. So whoever put that out there did it for a reason. They had an agenda and it worked. Humiliated Sam. And, it, you know, it's, 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 they're not supposed to reveal strategy, but if you're sitting there, you're obviously somebody from the Patriots is watching that game. And they see Sam Darnold say seeing ghosts. Wow, they're gonna keep blitzing all game long. Are you kidding me? That's gonna change the. That's gonna change. Well, maybe it wouldn't change it anyway. But they're gonna keep blitzing them. They know they're in their head. They know he's. They know they're in his head. It's just. It's a debacle. It's terrible. While I'm on the subject, Adam Gaze needs to go. Worst coach in the league by a mile. That dude doesn't have a clue. It doesn't make it. You know, I used to get upset watching games like watching Eli. Watching Philip Rivers just continually dunk it, dunk it, dunk it to the running backs. All they do, and it, ups, it, it, it bothers me. But you know why you do that? Because you have an offensive line that can't block. You have a running game that can't get going. You, you know, you're you're under pressure all game long. You're setting up screens. You're dinking and dunking. You didn't do any of that. They have the premier pass catching running back in football, and they just keep trying to throw it 30 yards down the field every play. And Darnold is just getting annihilated. It's just a debacle. It really is upsetting. So I'm a little pissed off about the mic'd up part. I'm a little upset about Adam Gaze. The whole situation is ridiculous. I've been a Jets fan for since I was seven years old. You know, it's frustrating. Anyways, enough of that. Stupid ESPN. So some of the ads you guys should have made. Sorry about my rant. I'm back. So quarterback, there's a lot of streamers this week. Matthew Stafford leading the cause. I like Teddy Bridgewater. Kirk Cousins, good streamer. Tannehill, you could work. Winston, you could work. Joby Brissett, you could work. A lot of quarterbacks out there. You don't have to force in a guy with a bad matchup. You don't have to. You don't have to play somebody who might be struggling. If you're sitting there with an injured quarterback, then you can run guys out there, no problem. At running back, obviously Chase Edmonds. He's going to be long gone in your leagues. But you could grab Benny Snell Jr. Uh, James Conner's supposed to play, but you could definitely, if you're a James Conner owner, you definitely want to have him. Absolutely. If Connor can't go Monday, then you're out of luck. So go ahead and grab Benny Snell Jr. You have Mark Walton. You could grab him. And you could grab Wendell Smallwood as well for Thursday. It's not a, not a great matchup, but if you're in a deeper league like I am, a 16-team or a 20-team league, he could really uh, really come into play for you if Peterson can't go. At least get you, you know, six points. And in a 20-person league, 20-team league, six points could be gold. Uh, wide receiver, you have Muhammad Sanu. I don't think he's going to make a big impact uh, in general for the rest of the season. So I wouldn't go uh, I wouldn't go crazy over him. I wouldn't start him by any means. If you're an owner of Mohamed Sanu, I would try to trade him because he's probably worth more now than he actually should be worth. You have Kenny Stills Jr., who should step right in to the Will Fuller role. And he's probably as good or even better than Fuller. So he's certainly a person you want to add. And if you're in a, in, a, in a pinch, you could start him, no problem. And Devontae Parker, if you need a wide receiver, you could grab him. I don't like the Miami guys. I think Miami's terrible. But he could go for six for 80 yards, six for 70, four for 60 in a touchdown. So he might be worth a grab. Tight end, it's pretty slim. You could try to grab an O.J. Howard if he's still out there. He's on the wire in a lot of leagues. Um, Jimmy Graham is still on the wire in a lot of leagues. 
Benjamin Watson is going to be out there. So it's pretty thin. But you never know. One of these guys could run into a touchdown. Let's talk about some buy lows. There's only a few here that I have. I mean, any, any of the big-time receivers is a buy low. DeAndre Hopkins, Julio, T.Y. Hilton, Devontae Adams. I'm trying to get all these guys. Odell, you could try to grab. He might cost more than he's actually worth. But I would try to grab all these guys because they're going to play and they're going to get the majority of the targets. They may not have as high of a ceiling as we thought heading into the season, but they're going to have a higher floor than somebody like DJ Chark or Cortland Sutton who could easily get like a 3-for-20 game or even get blanked. So I'm grabbing these elite receivers for sure. You could try to grab an elite running back, Bell, Gordon. Uh, they Melvin Gordon has been terrible. So you might be able to grab him for somebody like Philip Lindsay and some, you know, Philip Lindsay in a throw-in, Philip Lindsay and John Brown, even Philip Lindsay straight up. Philip Lindsay's been pretty good. I would rather have Gordon going forward. So I think he's got to get better. Of course, he's going to struggle the first three or four games. You know, to, to expect him to be Melvin Gordon of last year in the first couple of games is a little bit uh, ridiculous. I think he's going to get going. I think he should have a really nice, you know, finish to the season, last six games or so. So I'm buying Melvin Gordon, uh, Le'Veon Bell, of course. If you could grab David Johnson, we don't know how serious his back injury is, but if you have a decent running back, maybe David Mont no, David Montgomery's terrible. But I mean, I really David I mean, Josh Jacobs maybe. Josh Jacobs and somebody for David Johnson. But really, Josh Jacobs might be better. Josh Jacobs is gonna be the workhorse anyway. So you could try to swing it that way. If you have Jacobs on the bench, if you're a team in the front with Jacobs on the bench, then I would definitely try to consolidate for more elite talent. But if you're in the middle or down there, I probably wouldn't. And, of course, the elite tight ends. Kittle, Ertz, try to grab them. They are you know, not as, not as high as we thought they would be coming in. They are just not, not, not the same guys as last year. I think Kittle has the better chance of repeating last year than Ertz does. So I would try to grab them, guys, if possible. And it'll be a, you know, if you have Darren Waller, I don't think, I wouldn't think I'd trade Darren Waller for, for Hurts. I think Darren Waller's probably better than Hurts right now. Uh, same with uh, same with Hunter Henry. I probably wouldn't trade them, trade Hunter Henry for them guys either. If I'm going to trade Waller or Henry, I'm going to go for, for Kelsey, and that's really it. So if you're sitting there with, with Henry, if you're sitting there with, with Waller, then I'm standing pat. Same with Hooper. I'm not, I'm not trading those guys at all unless I can get Kelsey back. Um, a couple of the sell high running backs. Philip Lindsay, I've mentioned. Stoney Michelle, I've mentioned. Michelle coming off that big night against the Jets. Michelle, I, he just looks terrible. He has to have a completely open hole to make it into the end zone. It's, it, uh, I don't understand why they keep giving him, giving him, giving him runs in, in, inside the five. Thankfully, they did. I was able to in my uh, Buffalo Wild Wings league. I was able to beat Jack by a couple of points thanks to Michelle's three touchdown outbursts. And I told him heading into the game, I was down. And I said, "Well, Sony Michelle's either going to have uh, four touchdowns or four carries." Really, that's the way it's going to be with him. So if you're, if you're at the top and you have Michelle, then I'm consolidating. Michelle and somebody for Connor all day long. Uh, Michelle and maybe Julio. No, I'm sorry, not Michelle, Julio. Michelle and Beckham to get Michael Thomas all day long. Michelle and who was a, who's a, who's a decent tight end? That's, I don't know, Michelle and Everett to try to get Ertz. I would do that too. Um, you know, I'm using Michelle as a trade tip if possible. And I traded him last week straight up for Joe Mixon. You know what I do not recommend? I do not recommend trading him straight up for Joe Mixon. That was a bad trade. 
Joe Mixon sucks. He is closer to being dropped than he is to starting. He, he's just ridiculous. But again, if you're sitting there at first place and you have a couple of decent players, you know, I don't know who you could who you could run out there. Maybe you have David Montgomery and and DJ DJ Chark. Maybe you trade them and try to get Joe Mixon. Because you know, talent, who knows? Maybe he blows up in a game. I don't know. Better to have Joe Mixon than not have Joe Mixon, I think. If he's on the wire, I'd definitely grab him. So I wouldn't trade very much for him, but you know, he's certainly tradable. All right. Some defenses to look forward to. Now I like to look a week ahead. So one of them I'm looking at the following week are the Jets against Miami. The Jets defense is probably the <laughs> certainly better than their offense. And against Miami, I think they can dial up some blitzes and really cause Miami difficulty because Miami has a terrible offensive line. So Miami might be just a team to help the Jets look good. So I'm looking at the Jets. If I don't have a defense, a couple teams I have that don't have the Patriots or don't have the Bills now. So I'm, I'm definitely going to look for the Jets the following week. So if I can grab them heading into the weekend here for the next week, I'm doing that. Uh, the Bills, the same thing. They have a tough matchup this week. So they may get dropped in a few leagues. So if, you, if they hit the wire in your league, you're going to grab them. And I usually don't talk about, well, hold on, real quick here. I usually don't talk about kickers, but the Ravens have a bye week this week. So keep an eye out for Justin Tucker on the wire. If he's there, you grab him, period. You burn your spot on him. Spend some fab, whatever. He's there. You're grabbing him. All right, so defenses this week. We have Tennessee versus Tampa Bay. I like Tennessee, 50%. They're not, I don't know. If, if there's, if you have a 12 or 14 or 16 team league, Tennessee will be all right, but there's better options. Philly against Buffalo, I do like that. It's 40% owned for Philly. Um, I can't even read this one. Who the hell is that? Oh, Detroit. Got it. Man, I can't read my own writing. Detroit versus the Giants. I'm not uh, sold on Detroit. They got me actually minus four points last week in the league. So that was really great. So, again, it's a deeper league, 12%. 12% owned. I do like Carolina versus San Francisco. Carolina's 40% owned. I think they could cause San Francisco Francisco some, some real problems. San Francisco just picked up Emmanuel Sanders. Quarterback still can't throw. So I think Carolina can be pretty good there. My favorite, really, is Indianapolis versus Denver. Indy is at 34% owned in Yahoo Leagues, and they could have a really nice week. We have Houston versus Oakland. I think Houston could have a nice week. And Seattle versus Atlanta. That's really, well, it's it's more contingent upon Matt Ryan not playing. But even if Matt Ryan plays, Atlanta's looked terrible. Uh, I'd still... Probably would not start Seattle if Matt Ryan plays. They're 47% owned. So, yeah, Matt Ryan doesn't play. Seattle's a number one option because Matt Schaub is terrible. All right, let's preview the Thursday night game coming up here. This awesome, awesome Redskins and Vikings game. It's going to be a thriller. Uh, not really. It's going to be terrible. The Vikings should destroy them. Uh, probably not playing any Redskins against uh, Minnesota. And I'd play pretty much everybody against Washington. So, certainly grab Alexander Madison. He should be a number one pickup right now. If you have a spot on your team, grab Madison in case something unfortunate happens to Dalvin Cook. Madison, you know, if if Madison doesn't play or Dalvin Cook ends up just fine, then you drop him on Friday and you pick up somebody else. It's not a big-time investment you're making here. 
but you could end up with a league winner if something happens to Dalvin Cook. So Madison is a must-add across the board. You could grab Wendell Smallwood just in case um, Peterson doesn't play. Like I said, he might get you a few points if Peterson doesn't play. And you could even grab Kyle Rudolph if you're desperate. That's really about it. There's not a lot of uh, talent on the Washington side of the board here. Um, so that's it. That's all we got today. Email me at avgjoesfantasy at yahoo.com. avgjoesfantasy at yahoo.com. And I will get back to you. Please rate us on, what is it, uh, Apple Podcasts. Uh, Five-star rating. Leave a comment if you want. Leave a question if you want. Or you can rate us on whatever platform you're using to listen to this podcast. Super appreciative. It really means a lot. Uh, I think I say that every episode, but it's uh, it's pretty critical that we get uh, get ratings. They're really important. That's it. Good luck to everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Average Joe's out.